This is Rogues on the Road with Matt Froman and Rich Marshall, where we talk food, travel, craft beverages, and everything in between. And welcome back to Rogues on the Road, where we talk travel, food, everything in between. I'm Matt. I like tapas. I'm Rich, and I can take it or leave it. Uh, you can also check us out on uh, Food and Beverage Podcast Network, so uh, go see us there. Yeah, absolutely. How you been doing? What have you been up to? And we've uh, got our boy Gypsy in the corner. What's up, boys? Who's, who's not in the corner? Everyone's in the corner. Everyone's in the corner. Sorry. So we're back, round two. Uh, we've got some interesting food. Yeah. Um, we are not... This is a couple episodes where we're not, we don't have any, any craft beer. No, so, it's a nice uh, change. It's a nice change. Yeah, I'm still on the uh, cocktail you're on from, the, the pain from last week. <laughs> from last week. <laughs> I'm getting splashed with pus over here. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a pus with painkiller. Pus is We're going to switch it up. So this is a wine because of the food that we chose tonight that we're experimenting with, uh, which is going to be kind of interesting. This is a Spanish wine. It is from the Basque region of... Uh, Spain, so northern Spain, southern, what, France? Um, the, the Basque people, it's a really, really interesting language. There's a lot of X's and T's in the language. Interesting. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, like Wales. <laughs> There's no vowels. There's no vowels, right? Right. It's like you just slammed your hand on the keyboard. Yeah. Right, right. This, is, um, this was actually first introduced to us um, through uh, Jeff Woody at Rochambeau Wines in Dobbs Ferry, New York. He's like, you guys should have a chocolate. I'm like, a chocolate. Oh, oh, I'm like, well, what is a chocolate? Well, chocolate is actually spelled T X A K O L I, and it is pronounced chocolate. So um, it is, uh, again, from Basque, um, region of Spain, and I'm posting it right now. Uh, there we go. Uh, it's light, it's crisp, typically low in alcohol, even though it's around 11%. I don't okay. think that's that low. No, not at all. No, um, my beer's usually lower. Right. <laughs> um, but one of the most unusual things about it Sweet. is um, it's got a little little effervescent to it, it which does. you typically don't want from a still wine. That's good. Which is why they call it still wine. So it's, it's really, to me, I, I thought it was kind of unusual and paired with fish or something kind of heavy. Yeah, yeah. And if you think about the people from Basque, you know, a lot of charcuterie. Um, What's that? Light, light stuff. Charcuterie. Uh, preserved meats. Okay. Cheeses. Uh, cheeses. Things like that. You know, you've got... Um, it's just a wine that pairs well with those foods. Right, right, right. And we had this with... What's my favorite food? Tapas. Tapas. Rosa likes tapas too, so she said... Oh, uh, Rosa, next time you come over, uh, we got to take you out for tapas. Okay. So Jeff, Jeff introduced it to us. So it's about $20 a bottle. This is the bottle that we have right here. It's typically a white wine, but you can is get... Is it like a Chardonnay? No, because it's not oaked. So you don't get that oakiness. Right, right, right. So it's typically steel-fermented, steel-aged, though it used to be aged um, or fermented in giant, giant open oak vats, but not anymore. Hmm. Um, not that it's strong, but it does. Now that you say that, and I don't know if it's because you say it, it does have a slight metallic yes. hint 
Well, it's not a, in a bad way, though. Right, and a lot of chocolates are near the ocean, so they pick up some of that minerality and the salt. Mm, so okay. it just hmm. it pairs really well with with um, seafood, and we thought it would pair well with our. Our gourmet dishes for this evening. Yeah. I actually wouldn't mind trying this with um, some fried whiting. Like, you know those uh, yeah. fish places where it's like $20 and it'll give you like two pieces of whiting, like 20 pieces of shrimp. Yeah. Like like uh, um, City Island in the Bronx. Yeah. You know, I'll, yeah. I'll bring a bottle like it's, that to the Bronx. It's got that acidic <laughs> note to it, so yeah, it's yeah, going yeah. to gonna hold up well, even like fish and chips. Or your uh, canned clams on your rich cracker. Right. Uh, oysters, but oysters. close enough. Yes, smoked, perfect. Yes. Smoked oysters on Ritz crackers. That's right. I'm from Shoprite. Oh, it's good. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with that. Or the with, gas station with, with some laughing cow cheese. Ah, that so was good. one of the finest so bites, unusual bites. That was good. That we've had. And you know, it's funny. I didn't realize how unusual that was to everyone else. Yeah, it was because you're. Or so maybe used just to us. It. Yeah. Well, I'm so used to it. But that's this would definitely pair well with that. You know, and it's just, you know, everyone gets so used to the same wines. I'm going to have a Chardonnay or a Pinot Grigio, you know, or it, this, this is just a, it, it's considered a new spring sipping wine. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, is it new? No, God, no. It's oh. not, it's not new. Um, it's just. Uh, it's gaining popularity. Uh, right. I mean, you look at Italy alone, it has 2,000 grape varieties. So oh, wow. There's a lot of wine out there. We just get used to our own. Right. We'll, you know. Right. You get comfortable. And right. is it that not all of those vineyards can ship to the U.S. and, and because there's so many? Or are they just local and small so they don't yeah. get the exposure? Uh, yeah. A whole number of reasons. They're small. It's not worth it. it right. Maybe it's not worth shipping. But, you know, it, it's a phenomenal wine to have with with food. It's a great pairing right. wine. And it's a little unusual, a little great, you know, talking piece. Like, bring that to dinner as opposed to, you know, uh, you know. Your typical Cavett Pinot Grigio, or something. <laughs> you know, it's just a nice talking point. Yeah, yeah. So good, that's good. Um, yeah, just an unusual wine. If you if you're out and you're out at a Spanish restaurant, ask for a chocolate. Gotcha. If you don't know how to pronounce it, it's it's chocolate. We, we posted it right underneath. Very good. So, um, and it runs they average about twenty bucks a bottle. So it, it, a little expensive. Yeah, a little pricey. A little pricey, yeah. but special occasion. Special occasion. Valentine's yeah. Day. There you go. See. Then you're in you did. You're such a romantic. I think you that, secretly love Valentine's Then a Capri's cream egg. I'm, I'm, even though, I'm anyone. Even though it was last week, right? <laughs> it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so long ago. Damn it. Okay. So what do you got? What do you got new and good? What have I got new and good? Well, as of this morning, I was nearly into today's obituaries because I nearly slid off our uh, driveway and over the cliff at the yep. back of my house. Yep. And I was saved by a sandbank, so that was good. Yep. That was a scary. That was a scary thing. Morning. Um, last weekend, my wife and I went to a opera HD. We've always, wa- we've always wanted to go to an opera. This is very interesting. Tickets are a little pricey. So uh, last weekend, um, worldwide, they televised um, opera from the Metropolitan New York City. Oh, wow. It was all throughout the world in certain movie theaters. Oh, wow. Um, it was really cool. It was like four hours long. Uh, we watched Carmen. She's a... <laughs> She's a ladies' man. <laughs> a man's lady. It's a classic, lady. man. I've never seen any opera. So, yeah. uh, so that was really cool. Um, and they also do live broadcasts of uh, ballets and stuff. Mm. So we're going 
got to be a coach behind this, you know? And so you saw this at a local movie theater, but it yep. was streamed live. Yeah, yeah, throughout the whole world. Wow. We've, so, got, to, we've got to put up a link to it. Link to yeah, that. and they do it a few times a year. That's and, really um, cool. Is, is it BYOB? Could you bring a glass of this, this, this wine? Chocolate. It's in a movie chocolate. theater. You could put it in your sectional. Oh, yeah. I like that. And there yeah. you go. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it's fun. That's yeah. actually a great idea. And because it's tough to get to. Yeah. The Met. Yeah, yeah. That Lincoln is, Center. Yeah, you know, wipe you out. And if, if you don't know if you're going to like an uproar or not. And was it was it truly live? Or? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and in the intermissions, they went backstage and they interviewed all the uh, performers and stuff. That's phenomenal. It was really cool. That's really cool. Really cool. Yeah. That's um, very cool. And we did watch the Super Bowl. None of the um, commercials were really up to scratch. No. Except one, which I found very rogue-esque. Okay. And it is Google Translator with camera. And you can convert any language throughout the world to whatever you want it to be yep. by holding your camera over text or car signs. So, like, they were showing a menu in Japanese. And, and it, it converted it to English. That right? is cool. I'm like, game on. Un- yeah. Until it doesn't quite translate correctly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it could, could go it's a like, bit. I it was a stop sign. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Damn it. And that's how I ended up in jail. Thank right, you, right, 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 right. Thank you, right. Google Translate. Right. I yeah. showed it to the cop. Right. It says no drink driving. I, right. thought, I thought it said drink driving. Right. <laughs> so, uh, but I thought that was a that was a something everyone can use on the travels. So, yeah, um, I think, I mean, there is so much happening in um, Translator with uh, with Google, and they're yeah. really pi- oh, they're pioneering, yeah. and it's making it a lot easier. Because when you go to another country, you want to at least try Right, it, it, it's appreciated if you try. Or unless know what food you're in Paris. Right, right. Unless you're Paris, then you then don't bother. Then you're a prick. Yeah. <laughs> we nearly got beat up in Paris. We did in a, in a subway station. Yeah, we did. That was not good. Yeah. I, and I peed my pants. You did, literally? I did. Yeah. So did I. Okay. In yeah. Paris. So we all yeah, had that. Metro. Now. I had a metro really? experience. I did too. Yeah. We can talk about it off air. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get the mop. Wow. Right. God, I thought I was small world. I thought I was the only one. No. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool, man. Yeah. All so right. that's about it. Okay. And yourself? So uh, got back from the Keys. Yeah. Uh, had some really interesting things happen down there. Um, I, you know, you know, I love seafood. Uh, we got a chance to go to a couple restaurants um, and stone crab if you haven't had stone crab stone crab is in season stone crab is a sustainable crab species where you basically pull the claws off fishermen will pull a claw off um at a certain length and then throw the crab back and the claws go right back like a lobster and the and the claw goes back oh wow so super sustainable i wish all animals were like that right 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 Right. That leg of lamb. Right. There it is again. Just, well, it keeps on giving. Right. Just, I don't know. Just cut his leg off and it grows back. Yeah, right. I cut, or, <laughs> see you next day, sir. Or, or do you not want to see what's coming and then that's the end of that? Like, well, I, that you know, so there's, there's, right. you know, you're minding your own business and something comes along and rips your arm off. You know? right, like, right, right, right. Oh, it's sustainable. He'll grow another arm back. Ah. Yeah, but it hurts. Right, right. So, yeah, it's, but it is a sustainable, and there's, there was one questionable thing I found about it. We were out on the boat and, we saw these guys out there, and my wife had brought this up, and these guys had 90, I mean, 90 pounds of crab claws. Oh, wow. 
And this is some of the sweetest, like Alaskan king crab kind of stuff. I was gonna say, are they are they large? Are they no? They're 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 probably uh, you know, six they, inches. Yeah, okay. you know, but they're they're meaty and they're okay. they're just unbelievable. And they're in season usually October to May. Um, they're not super expensive. You can get them about four dollars a claw down there. Up here, obviously, you're gonna pay you know like ten dollars a claw. It's right. ridiculous. So so get them where you can, yeah, right? Yeah. Where where they're from. But we saw something happen that we weren't sure was correct. And we saw the fisherman pull up a crab, and he yanked both claws off. Oh, dear. And Jen and I looked at each other, and we're like, I'm not sure if that's legal. <laughs> right. And that just sucks. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. now you've taken the only defense mechanism that this right. crab yeah, has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. right. Long story short, went on to uh, Florida um, Wildlife and looked up the regulations for stone crab. You can take both claws. Interesting. But you screw it. But it's not. But it's not. It's it's not respectful. It's not it's legal. It, but. It's legal, but you're leaving the, the the crab no choice. Now the fisherman did say. We asked the fisherman. We said, "Well, why are you taking two claws?" He says, "Well, if we take two claw, if we take two claws, it actually grows back quicker than if we took one claw." Really? Mm. Well, I don't know if that's true. No, I'm I'm curious about the the. Uh, the crab's natural predator, how, how predominant it is in that area. Yeah, right. Because then you run the risk, if, if there's more um, predators, you run the risk of losing the entire right. crop. Right, right, right. Because right. you're leaving them, to, yeah, if, yeah, if you yeah. overfish. Right. Uh, right. right. Now, that also brings me into... <laughs> so, Florida is one of the few places you can actually bring fish to, and for about 14 to fifteen ninety nine per person per fish, mm-hmm. you can bring your catch to almost every restaurant in the Florida Keys, mm-hmm. and they cook it up for you in four different ways. That's cool. Phenomenal. Can't do that here in New York. Right. It's got but for health regulation. Right, right, right. Um, so we were finding out that hogfish wasn't allowed to be caught. Hog? Hogfish. Okay. Hogfish is, is really... It doesn't have a snout, does it? Hogfish is um, it does it has it it has a snout a little curly tail it has yeah, a right. snout and it looks like it here it looks like this it makes a little bubbles when it makes noise. yeah yeah it's got like a big piggy snout thing and um, but one of the chefs said you know you can't they're out of season right now so you're not really getting them they're coming from Mexico there's a lot of gray area so I contacted Noah Fisheries. And they put me in contact with the director of um, communication. It went to voicemail. <laughs> of course it did. Of course. And then the voicemail box was full. <laughs> no. So director yeah. of communications for NOAA Fisheries. Right. Yeah. It, it, yeah. My got fired. There's a couple red flags coming yeah, up. Yeah. Like, so. Yeah. Can I see his man so I, I couldn't get an answer. I couldn't get an answer. Right. For I couldn't Hogfish. communicate with the communicator. Right. Yeah. right. Also, the last hurricane... Lionfish is a big invasive species down in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, up to Hurricane Irma, mm-hmm. apparently you could commercial fish for them. They were catching like 900 pounds a day. Jesus. And now it's like 90, 60 to 90 pounds a day because Hurricane Irma, according to some of these fishermen, actually really just decimated and blew the lionfish out. So they're not as invasive as they once were, according to this fisherman. All right. Which was kind of interesting. Interesting. So, yeah. All right. Cool. That's my news. All right. All right. Gypsy? Uh, my mom, my mom had a, an event over at the Nourishell City Hall at the Rotunda Gallery. Uh, a friend of hers is actually a um, pretty notable, famous uh, jazz photographer by the name of Frank Stewart. And that was the photograph that I saw of you 
with him? Yes, yeah. that was me uh, chopping it up with the photographer. He had taken a picture of a, of a jazz, of a saxophone player, tennis saxophone player, hmm. and he was on his back performing. That's so cool. It was cool. And the name of the, the painting was called Walking the Bar. And um, I thought it was John Coltrane. You know, from the upside down look and, and just the feel of the picture, it looked like it might have been John. My dad's a big Coltrane picture uh, fan, and I, I brought him one to the picture. I said, Dad, I wonder if this Coltrane. And my dad was just like, That's not Coltrane. He's, <laughs> he's way too much of a serious musician to do something like that. Right. He, uh, to quote him, he said he wouldn't do those kind of histrionics. Interesting. I love that word, histrionics. That's a good one. I love that's that kind of word. Um, and so I brought Frank over, the, the, the photographer. I said, Frank, is, is, that, is that John Coltrane? He said, No, that picture was taken in 2002. So first off, credit to the photographer for being able to take a picture that looked like it was taken Take in the nineties, sixties, right? Fifties, exactly, right, right, exactly. Right. So it was, it was a beautiful picture. Um, but he confirmed. He said John Coltrane did walk the bar. It was a walking the bar was a technique that up and coming um, jazz musicians would have to do in in the bars, you know, in small local bars to kind of show off and differentiate themselves from other performers to kind of like set themselves apart. Set themselves apart. So very much like you know. Guitar players would play behind their back and with right. their yeah, teeth yeah, yeah. To, to show off. Jazz uh, saxophone players would, would get on the bar and play. You know, very kind of like Coyote Ugly-esque yeah, 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 in, in yeah. a way. Yeah. But yeah, they would they would roll on their back and they'd do all kinds of tricks. I'm sure they would, you know, play between their legs. And he said Coltrane would do that in Philadelphia. Wow. I and should try that. You should. I got a sax. You got a satchel? Sax. <laughs> <laughs> I played the saxophone. Do you really? Yeah. I didn't like well. It's it's no. hanging up. <laughs> Not anymore. I used to play all right. Okay, all right. Yeah. It's it's hanging it, up. It, it, it collects dust on my wall right now. I it think, looks good. I think we should crack it out this spring. Now that's a sexy instrument. It, it's a very yeah. I agree. Valentine's Day and all that. I yeah. agree. Yeah. yeah, you play that for your wife. She's yeah. She's getting in the mood. Yeah. yeah no, I get cooking. I get pictures of like Bill Clinton playing and that's D- did he? Sexy. Not, he know. did on no, the yeah, Arsenio, phenomenal on really? the uh, Arsenio yeah. Hall show. Yeah, he's really a phenomenal sax player. Yeah, he actually. I just uh, don't find that romantic. I don't know, but maybe if you played maybe it, maybe does. if you played it, maybe I'd find it romantic. I don't know. Uh, what is that? What is that song? Da, 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 da. No, never mind. Let me stop. Okay. Again. All right, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> so anyway, back to my mom's event. So it was a great turnout. There was That's we had a big snowstorm yesterday here in New York, and so she was a little concerned about the turnout. Ended up being people braved the storm. People came out. We had a good turnout. The mayor of New Rochelle was there. That's great. Uh, the city developer. Um, Luis Aragon was there, which was great, and he actually showed me a sneak peek because Nourishell is actually on on the come up, on the rise, and he showed me this new promo video oh, cool. uh, of what the city's going to look like in oh, about wow. five to ten years. And I was just like, I live there, yeah. <laughs> so it's happening everywhere. It's happen. It is yeah. happening everywhere. So, uh, so yeah. So that, so that was it. So shout out to my mom for doing good. That's stuff. exciting. Yeah. Shout out to your mom. What up, mama? All right, we're ready to dive into this. This is a new ingredient. It's not the first time we've eaten it. No, it's not. But this is in this form. But this is the first first time time we've worked with it, other than its actual whole ingredient. We did a um, we did an event a few years ago for um, Camp Sundown, which is a camp for children who are allergic to sunlight. Mm -hmm. So they have these camps and. They go out during the evening when you're sleeping, and they do their stuff. And they party. Yeah. So, so they the whole orchestra out. There. Right. Yeah. So we, yeah, we, we. It was a chocolate event, and we represented, and we did um, chocolate covered crickets. Yeah. Oh no, and we did crickets, and, and and then we did a few other bugs that I was not a fan of, but you were totally cool with. Yeah. 
giant water bug. No. Nope. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Nope. So, yeah, this, so this is not super new to us, but we decided to experiment with it. Um, this is chirps. This is a uh, cricket flour. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it's basically baked crickets. Ground up. Ground up. And um, it is a very, very protein-rich powder. When you smell it... They were on um, Shark Tank and yeah. did really well. And they've blown, yeah. up, blown up since. Right. Just because the, uh, the health yeah. benefits, I guess. Yeah. I mean, crickets, ultra-sustainable. Right. All right. I've even got this list. They um, use dramatically less water to grow. So you're not using a whole lot of... I mean, think about how much water a cow, uh, cow needs. Right. Corn right. needs. Almonds. Right, right. So um, uh, huge amino acid rich, so the building block blocks of proteins. So they keep you strong, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, they're very nutritious easy to process um they the one thing that i thought was kind of interesting too is they don't bioaccumulate chemicals I so toxins like you see in larger fish or animals they, they have I lived just, that have lived a longer age that have eaten right the right. grass like cows eating grass that have Cor- pesticides right. correct it gotcha. builds up and we call that bioaccumulation mm. so you're not really, you're not going to get that here so you really get a pure no sick crickets right no, no cricket flu right so so a very very protein rich nutrient rich product you're kind of selling me on this what's the well I... <laughs> what's what's the relationship with cricket flour and shellfish good Good call. Thank you. So if you are allergic to shellfish, um, you are going to most likely be allergic to many insects because really? they have what's called, if you look at a lobster or shellfish, they have what are, you know, exoskeletons. Right, right. right? right. And that's a, I have to go back to my biology, but that's a protein, I think, called chitin. It's very undigestible. It's gotcha. A good, it's a good, it's a, it's a good, uh, um, keeps you regular. <laughs> Keeps you regular. Keeps you regular, right? <laughs> so, um, and, you know, you look at a lobster, very closely related to to spiders. I, ha- I had a friend that said, I don't eat seafood because they're the roaches of the sea. That's fine. That's a cop-out. <laughs> that's a, I mean, that's, that's a cop-out. I, ca- I kind of saw what they meant, though. Yeah, I mean, lobsters, you know. I mean, grasshopper. Lo- grasshopper, lobster, whatever. It, you know, it's, but you are, if you are allergic to seafood, there's a, there's a chance you're allergic to. I think you just proved my point. Right. So I'm not a fan of cockroaches. Uh, this is the second time we've worked with crickets, and this is cricket flour. And, and cricket pasta. And cricket pasta. Mm. Now, if you buy this powder, you can buy it on Amazon. It is, um, it's called Chirps. Uh, Chirps uh, is the company. Um, it's not expensive, and I'm posting it right now. Um, it, when you first open it, I, I got to be honest. When you smell this, did you smell it for the first time? Yeah, it smells like fish food. It smells like fish food. Let me see. It smells like a, like a, almost like a nutty, a a a, a, a roasted nutty fish food. I, it it's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Confirmed. It's not pleasant. It's not not pleasant. It's just 
kind of is. It, what's the orange fish? What's the orange? Goldfish? Carp? Goldfish. Carp? Goldfish. They, they, it almost smells like ground up goldfish. A little bit. With a little weird smell. Yeah. I've never cool. experienced ground up goldfish. Yeah, I haven't either. <laughs> Just ground up goldfish food, ground maybe. Up. No, no, no. The, the cracker. The cra- the oh, the cracker. Oh. Okay. No, not actual uh, goldfish. Okay. I'm like, oh, yeah. I've, I've never ground one of those bad boys up. No, no. Yeah. Now, don't when if if you buy this and purchase it, um, the, I mean the flavor is not strong. I, did you think it was very strong? I, don't I haven't know. tried it yet. Yeah. Oh, but you made it. Yes. Oh, exciting! Thank you. Um, it it you use it in replace of all of your flour. Mm. Not all of your flour. No, some of your flour. Right. So about a quarter cup. If you want, if you want to back off to an eighth a cup mm-hmm. per cup of flour. Right, and so if you're making bread, we did pasta. Right, it should be a quarter of your your measurement of flour. Right, right, and the direct. It's actually very easy to read on the back. It steps you through it. You, yep. it it's very simple to use, but just don't use it in replacement as AP flour. I see. If you go on their website, they have recommended yeah. recipes. They got recipes, yeah, All sorts of and we did stuff. some stuff with it. I, I, I needed the the pasta that we cooked tonight. I needed to thicken up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna sprinkle, flour's and flour. it actually thickened up, thickened up the uh, the sauce. I was gonna say, how does it cook? Like, I get the health, but like, as as someone who cooks, how does it cook? It it cooks great. It cooks great. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I think that, because you're mixing it with regular flour, yeah, you don't notice yeah. the difference in mm-hmm. consistency or whatever. And I think you get a, a little bit of a nutty note to it. Okay, I was gonna say it definitely adds to the flavor. Yeah, it but you also, you know, it's it's for people that are paleos. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it, it's got they nine essential amino, amino acids, mm-hmm. so you have to consume those amino acids in order to build proteins to make you stronger, right? Mm. So um, that's why a lot of people are doing it. They're not doing it to, like, uh, I need to replace flour. Some people do that shit. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, we, so why don't we go through – why don't we start with your pasta, Rich? Okay. Mine is the one on your – Let's hold the plate up. This we is got. what we got. Two pasta dishes. Is that working? Yep. Is that we've yep. seen that? Yep. Oh, yeah. Two pasta it. dishes and two, uh, like, desserty, savory, or sweet. Is this going to pair well with the wine? Uh, th- that's the point. Do we need more wine? No, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I was like, wait, no, yep, yeah, yeah, we do. I do, anyway. Yeah, I think that's the whole point. I'll come over for that. Okay. Yeah, Don't worry. Uh, before, yeah. Okay. Before we... Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. There we go. A little chocolate with your cricket, sir. Chocolate. Sure. I feel you go. like that's a lyric in a Queen song. Chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. <laughs> Thunderbolts and chocolate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So, All right. so, so mine. mine's the one with the cheese on top. Okay. Can can we consume? Oh, consume. Okay. Let me know what you think. I'm consuming. It is. Wait, there's a WTF in this? A uh, little. No. Okay. For our listeners that don't know what a WTF is, what, what is that? What, the, what food. the food. What the food. I like it. All right. This is a cricket tagliatelle. Wait, is that an eye? Oh, no, just, no. This is a pigtail carbonara. Good to know. Right? It's good. It's very good. I don't know... I don't know if it's psychosomatic, but I definitely get like a little bit of a nutty kind of note to it. I, I can't tell. I'm not going to say there's, God damn it, there's crickets in this. Right. <laughs> Who put crickets in so my cricket? Where did you get pig's tail? 
Well, stop, super stop and shop. <laughs> you and, know your and, local grocer. And why, why pigtail? It, it was, was either that or ears. Oh. Oh. I know, I thought I'd try something different. So is it, So I, I'm looking at this. So the little chopped up bits, the chewy kind of yummy mm-hmm. bits. Pigtail. It's actually very nice. It, it's actually, like pork, isn't it? Yeah, but it's also got a nice texture to yeah. it. Yeah, not bad. I boiled the crap out of it for like two hours. And then just sautéed it out. All right, so pigtail, cricket, pasta, carbonara. <laughs> Do pigs eat crickets? I'm just curious. Hmm, uh, I think they would. They would if they could catch them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we all see them. Hence the term greasy as a pig. A pig. And what? Oh, snatch. Yep, there we yeah. go. Mm-hmm. Greasy as a pig. There was a story, just quick side note, some poor woman fell into her pig farm and, and passed out, and she was eaten by her own pig farm. I'm sure. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's great. So, of course, people people on the thread were, were um, tagging the movie Snatch with Bricktop. That's awesome. Who kept the pig farm and had that whole diatribe about, you know, pigs can go through. Uh, pigs can go through bone like butter. Like butter. Yeah. Like butter. They're vicious little buggers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're also very intelligent. Yeah. Yeah. And they, and I love bacon. So. That is paired with the cheese scone. Do we want do we want to do bread. both? Should we do both pastas? Why don't we do both pastas okay. first? Okay. All right. So I just did the cricket pasta. Right. But I did it in a wild mushroom. I had lobster mushrooms and black trumpet mushrooms. I sauteed uh, a little shallot. Um, there's no butter. It's uh, dairy-free butter because my wife is dairy-free. Um, sauteed that, shallots, a little bit of bacon, mushrooms. They're actually similar dishes. Yeah. Mine's got a bit of egg in it. Um, I didn't put any egg. Um, the mushrooms, I want it to be kind of very mushroom forward. And, excuse me. And, um, and then I, um, added not heavy cream, but I added coconut milk. Hmm. So there's no W2F in here. Yeah, there's no okay. W. Yeah, unless you think coconut milk is really weird. No, um, not really. You can't taste the coconut milk either. Yeah. So this, mushrooms are great. This is a dairy-free pasta. Um, not not gluten-free, but it's a dairy-free. What's the gluten in it? Oh, the other flour. Mm-hmm. That is really good. Not bad. I like the pigtail better. Do you? You like the pigtail better? Yeah. That's okay. Surprisingly. Man. That's all right. It'll be a oomph. Yeah, I kind of like the... That's some different? Yeah, it was different. Yeah. yeah. We will uh, we'll throw these kind of recipes yeah, up yeah, yeah. Uh, tomorrow. We wrote them. Right, right. Um, I would totally do cricket pasta. Yeah. I don't need it in my life. I don't need it in my life. But I don't need the... It's a nice option. No. I think it's I think it's very good. It's yeah. good to know. Yeah. yeah. It's good yeah. To know. I like tagliatelle. All right, so we got sweet cheese scones. Really, I love a cheese scone myself. So this is made with the actual cricket flour, correct, and all-purpose flour, correct. Okay, what else was added to it? Cheese. Kind of, yep. Um, dried mustard powder. Okay. Um, butter, egg. Okay. That's it. Classic scone. I feel like I need some cricket jelly mm. with this. I don't know if crickets make jelly. I need a little cricket jelly. Is that I like, like it. Is what? that like cockroach milk? Oh. <laughs> we did have that on the show. We did have that on yeah. the show. 
Yeah. That was a great episode. Yeah, we come around to bugs. Um, yeah, it's a classic scone. Love it. I like more cheese. Mm. And warm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. But tasty nonetheless. And it goes very well. It didn't rise as well as if you used just regular flour. Probably because of the ratios. Mm-hmm. And I had the opposite with mine. Right. Mine rose be- beyond really? what I thought. Yeah. And I'm... Yeah, so did mine. <laughs> <laughs> Always does. Yeah. <laughs> Never have a problem with my uh, flower. Raisin. <laughs> no, no. It always rises the occasion. And beyond. Yes. <laughs> auto, auto rise. Whenever, right. whenever you don't want it. Auto right, that's right. That's right. right. Whenever, was at the wrong time. Right. Whenever danger's around. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I did a banana bread, a cricket flour banana bread. Mm. So, but I did something a little different, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, I roasted the bananas with the dairy-free butter, mm. and this is totally gluten-free. So this is a gluten-free. That's moist rice yeah. flour. Um, instead of adding buttermilk, I added applesauce. Oh, okay, I taste the apple. Yeah, um, but I thought the bananas roasting the bananas yeah. with that was kind of that's cool. Yeah, this I, is very good. I mm-hmm. would. I would redo this recipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. I would redo it. Very good, mate. All right. Good stuff. So what are we thinking? I, I give I give uh, the cricket, cricket flour um, a B plus. I give it, yeah, I think I give it about a, a B, B okay. plus. Okay. I'm, I, I'm not going to go stocking it in no. my, I'm not going to stock it in my pantry. I'm with a B. I think it's, okay. I think it's fun to use. Yeah. Uh, I think it serves more of a purpose for nutritional mm. values because it is just packed with amino acids and nutrients. essential nutrients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, does, does the official rogue rating? Is that, wow, does that mean something? I think that's a, a thing, a segment. Uh, there we go. We'll, we'll contact Shark Tank. We'll give it a B. Hey, I, think, I think we give it a B. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, I guess you would put it in like protein shakes. Mm. Yeah, that's big. That's all over their uh, website. You yeah. know, I would I would do that over over cooking with it. I think the pasta when you have it with the pasta, I just like tagliatelle. Right. I don't know if I pick it up. I I added more to the pasta mm-hmm. right. to give it more of a nutty flavor. Right. So it, I'm not sure if if um, but it was fun to use. Yeah, yeah. Good little experiment. Yeah, yeah. Right. So um, we posted these on the website. Uh, or on Facebook. So if you want to pick it up, you can buy buy this all on Amazon. Love uh, Amazon. It's not expensive, um, and it's if you're doing a dinner party, it's kind of fun to yeah. break it out. The way out the Great conversation on pizza. There you go. I totally agree. And just a different ingredient. Just yep. tell them after they eat them. <laughs> yeah, totally. Was... Well, actually, you have to tell them before because I think the most important thing is shellfish. Is shellfish allergy? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, people are like, oh, they're bugs. Right. Well, that's. The nickname for lobster is a bug. So That's right. They are the roaches so, of the sea. Right. Yeah. So you, you do have to be very careful uh, cooking with insects or insect protein. Right. But the interesting thing is people are like, oh, I'd never eat insects. Can, canned mushrooms. What is it? Canadian canned mushrooms. 30% of the protein in canned mushrooms can come from an insect source. Oof. Doesn't a human being on average eat? Five spiders a year in their sleep. Sure. Thank you. Do you like hot chocolate? Love hot chocolate. Ooh, let it sit in the shelf for 
for a year or so. Oh, don't tell me that. Oh, yeah. You'll grow all sorts of fun stuff. And people are like, oh, how did it get inside? It, it didn't get inside. It was already there? It was already there. Oh, I'm never having a hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like, that's like those uh, silverfish in flour. Right. The, the cork comes from somewhere in the silk container. Is right. It, is it already in yeah. with the rice? Right. Larvae stage are, are in a lot of foods that we That's eat. That's crazy. A lot of processed foods that we eat. There's an enormous amount of insect larvae. Oh. And <laughs> yoga mats. It's not gonna it's yoga. it's not gonna do anything to you. It's, no, I know, I know. You know, it's just but the idea it, of it, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's the idea. Right. You know, we are one of the few societies that actually doesn't consume insects on a regular basis. Right. You know, it's in a lot of cuisines around the world. I mean, you go to Mexico and it's yeah. um, dozens of dishes right. with, with insects. Scorpions. Yeah, it's just something, it's just not getting used to it. Right. You know, I'm not a huge... No, I need to. Yeah, no. I'm I don't you. see that ever becoming a trend here. No. No, I mean, I, I'm behind it. I would like to do it. I would try it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go try everything once. But I, I just, it unless it was introduced to me at a young age yeah. where I'm used yeah, to it. No. You're good. I can't do, I can't do like... Like uh, palm, palm maggots, or what do they call them? These giant larvae that are as thick as a lifesaver pack. Ugh. All right, we're done. I'm done. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, we got to hop off. We will hop off. We'll bye see. Bye. We'll bye. see you bye. next bye. week. Uh, Check us out. Check Food it. and Beverage Network, Instagram, or Food and Beverage Magazine Podcast Network. Same Is that thing? it? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, sure. You're fine. Google it. Okay, Google it. <laughs> And uh, we'll see you soon. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Uh, and look out for the recipes. We'll post those uh, tomorrow or so. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Take care. This is Rogues on the Road with Matt Froman and Rich Marshall, where we talk food, travel, craft beverages, and everything in between.